often do you spend quality time in the same room with your whole family? And really, how much of that time is actually spent doing things together? Indeed, the demands of work and school and the presence of technology and distractions can often hinder the quality time that we really do want to spend with our family. If this is an issue for you, join today as we listen to Umbreen Hamid, who is a family coach, have a delightful conversation about how the coaching process works to be able to transform the life of a family. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned, because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Welcome back. As a reminder, there is a link in the show notes where you can sign up for 21 days of encouragement. And that would be a short email that's dropped into your inbox every day for 21 consecutive days. These emails are from me to you to help you remember a way to incorporate play, a way to change a child's behavior in a way that is fun and can fit into your natural, normal living. So that is my gift to you. There are other links in the show notes today where you can find events that are happening and click on them, even free tickets and free events. So it'd be a good day to hop on down into the show notes. In episode 119, the last episode, I took the time to spell out what all of those things are so you can either explore on your computer or you can go listen to the last episode where I give a description. Now let's get right into listening to this delightful conversation with Umbreen Hamid. Umbreen Hamid is a woman on a mission to transform the world by unifying families. Recognizing this unit is the center of our lives, yet it is one of the first relationships we neglect. This, in turn, makes us feel guilty and distant from those whose lives we impact regularly. Through coaching, her mission is to create an irreplaceable and authentic bond centered around acceptance, gratitude, and shared value. 
So families connect through a whole new frequency. That sounds so beautiful, Umbreen. I'm really glad you're here. In the language of play, as you probably know, the focal point is connection and communication, and your work is right along that same lines. So tell me about some of your work. First of all, thank you so much for having me, Diana Lynn. Yeah. This is a beautiful segue. I love the tone of your voice as you speak. That communication is spot on, very thank soothing you. and engaging. So keep that <laughs> rocking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, what it is that I do, I actually take families on a three-month-long journey. So that way, they can learn how to connect better. How do you actually been, build a bond? that is truly yours, and also how to communicate in a way that's effective, respectful, and you feel seen and heard. Um, because in the world that we live in now, that's the number one challenge, is we don't feel a sense of connection with those people that we spend most of our time with. And there is a lot that disconnects us, but I also think there's a lot that can just, by making small shifts and pivots, that can unify all of us and connect this strong bond. You're right. There's so many things that can disconnect us and that happens more and more technology and busyness and distraction. But yeah, this mm -hmm. is really, really good. What got you into it? My life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always been a driven individual, I would say. Uh, and but stumbling upon my purpose, which is, I would say, just sharing my energy and just the gratitude of what it is with the world is what the essence was until I actually began to be a to get coached. And I realized that there's so much inside of me that I can offer to the world. And um, from that, I led on to actually becoming a, my own certified high performance coach with the world's best academy. And I tapped into this program that is proven to show results. And 97% success rate is what our clients say that they've got. And this walks you through kind of a whole program of how to actually build a, a life centered around meaning and joy and intentionality and energy how to actually become more clear about a family and what it is that you expect from your families, what drives you, what motivates you, what distances you, how do you want to be treated? And all these things kind of just kept coming in, you know, into fruition, the more and more that I dug up on it. But I would say my life, you know, my children are the center of my life. And for me to become the best mother that I can be has been the driven path, driving path of becoming a family coach. I love it. How old are your children? I've got three. Um, the eldest is 15. Then I've got a 13-year-old and the youngest is 10. All right. So you are in the busy, busy, go, go, go time with all of them. And um, you've passed the diapers and all that kind of busy to enter a different kind of busy. I did. Yeah. What is the age that you typically see when you when you're serving parents? What is the typical ages of the kids? That's what I mean. So the ideal clients will have either pre-adolescence all the way into um, young adult. So, you know, the double digits when they're able to actually understand how to do the work. So if I ask a kiddo, you know, when, when you see your family, what, what do you think is going to make your ha family so happy? 
if someone, if a kid can articulate that, I usually talk about a 10 plus age um, timeline, they can tell me, well, you know, I really think our family would be happy if we trusted each other more. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly kids can say those things if they've been taught the vocabulary yes. and if the vocabulary is acceptable within the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from, I would say, parents who are having children from the age of 10 all the way up to 21, the reason being is they're still in the home with you. So you have this ability to kind of cultivate a stronger bond because you can manage their time, you can manage their day with them and also take out bits and pieces where you actually follow what the actions that you've created in coaching and actually put them into use. So, Fantastic. Thank you. Now, when you start coaching with a family, um, where do you begin? Where do I begin? It's a very beautiful thing. I begin by asking them, why do they want to be coached? <laughs> right, right. That I do too. <laughs> um, because I think if they don't know the why, nothing is going to stick. Nothing will matter. Right. And then the other thing that I make them realize is, you know, we talk about this concept of being able to see the future because you desire it so, so deeply. Asking them, where do you want to go from here? Mm-hmm. So now you've hired me to work with me. You know why you want to work with me. And then the last bit here is like, where do you want to go? And I think through that, it is so much easier to give, you know, parents and children tools to help them march towards that place. Because at the end of the day, all I'm doing is I'm just serving the family and kind of defining what it is that they're communicating they need um, to, you know, to charge forth. Right. Intuitively, we know more than we give our ourselves credit for knowing mm-hmm. if we can sit in that calm space if we can listen to the kids and give them that calm space but it's not easy to access that in a busy busy world it isn't and i think the other thing that's really important to recognize is something i've noticed you saying is the word busy so when i think of the word busy i just think of things to do mm-hmm. right people are saying they're busy but the average American is consuming two hours of social media content every day. People are busy and they're saying that they're watching three to four hours of TV every single day. That's a part-time job. So in reality, every single one of us has the exact same amount of time in a day, the exact same amount of time. How do I get your family to stop being busy and to be productive? That's one of the things that we really touch upon corely as part of the program is how do we increase productivity? How do we get you to a place of saying, I don't have time to say, oh my God, I just, I love spending that one hour with you on a week to week basis because we do things together. It's intentional. We plan it. There's experiences, there are memories that we're building in that time. I like that. And that creates quite a bond with parent to child or sibling to sibling or even husband to wife or or whatever other relationships we have going on, even with coworkers, even with whatever. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. It's that the essence of who we are as humans, that we want a sense of connection and belonging. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I want to leave behind. When I work with a family, I want you to feel so connected. And I want you to realize that there's meaning behind this bond, you know, how to actually cultivate it, nurture it, take care of it. Because without that, you really do feel like you're alone in this world. All right. You said nurture cultivate this bond. Um, One of the things that I always want to do in each and every episode is give my parents 
something that they can implement right now, an activity or something that is meaningful in this moment? Do you have something that they would be able to do to yeah. good? Okay. So the simplest of thing is quality over quantity. What I mean by that is every single day, or maybe not every single day, if if you don't have dinner as a family together, start off by having it just once a week. Commit to it. Every single week on Wednesday, we're going to have dinner at 6, 6.30, whatever that time is. Make it something that's concrete, not something loosey-goosey. Why? Because now your brain knows. It knows it's an action item. It's like, okay, locked and loaded. Wednesday, 6 p.m., on the dinner table, eating dinner together. Mm-hmm. That's action. In that dinner table, ask your family, what's one thing you're grateful for? Gratitude is the biggest predictor of joy. That's why it's in my mission statement is, I want people to just love life. That happens through feeling the sense of joy, which comes from gratitude. And then once everyone's answered what's making them, you know, what's what they're grateful for, what's one challenge you're facing? Or what's one moment you want to share with us from your day? Making it about today. Why? Because then you know that this Wednesday, every single week, is pretty special. I love that. I really love that. Uh, Something I heard from another family was they started with highlights and lowlights. Mm-hmm. So they would get to the dinner table and each person at the table had enough time to talk, to explain what the highlight of the day and the low light of the day was. <laughs> and um, yeah, and it really did serve as quite a bonding. It was very sweet. And um, yeah, I started actually doing that with my kids at the time that I heard that too, because it was really effective. It is because it's that connect, right? Again, mm-hmm. This world is disconnecting us from ourselves, yes. from our from our family, from our friends, from our coworkers, because our mind is preoccupied with other things that don't really matter in the now. Mm-hmm. And when we're able to step away and just do that, I do something with my kids every morning. We all, before going to school, sit down for five minutes just to meditate as a unit. Because now I can calm you down. Now I know the the energy you're going to school with. And that mental calmness is so critical in the world that's constantly taking our attention and bombarding us with so many stimuluses. That's really cool. Good. I'm glad you do that. (laughs) Now I'm going to ask you another practical thing. How did you teach your children to meditate? Well, I had to learn it myself first. Exactly. <laughs> yes, we have to do it in order to teach it. So one of the things that I you know, walk families through is this concept of habits, habit stacking, learning how to develop habits. Because in all honesty, the people who are charging towards more momentum in life are just people who have more habits that they follow through with on a day-to-day basis. How did I teach my kids to meditate? By teaching myself to just sit down and set a timer. Sit quietly in a room where there's nobody else there but just me. Keeping my eyes closed. And for me, really looking at the center of my forehead helps to ground me. 
Is that the thing that will work for you? I don't know, but it does for me. It gives kind of my eyes this visualization of exactly where I need to go and what I need to look at. And so it brings... You're, so you're saying that your eyes are shut. So mentally, you're looking at the center mentally. of your forehead. Okay. Exactly. Where your pineal gland is, right? So right. you're, well, you're like... you're on video, so you're using your hands. So I'm just describing <laughs> for our listeners because they can't see you. <laughs> Lovely. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes. So you are basically looking with your eyes closed at the the front at the front um, middle of your forehead, and all you're doing is you're just focusing on your breath. Are thoughts going to come? Yes. Do you have to get irritated? No. Agitated? No. When they come, you literally just say release or receive. I started to do this a lot more now. Where one of the biggest things that I learned in life is, in order for us to release we also have to learn to receive and the more that we receive the more abundant that we become because then we have more to give so with my kids we do the exact same thing not exactly this way because mine is of course more intense um for them it's just let's keep our eyes closed let's sit with your back straight you know keep your hands kind of comfortable wherever they are next to you on top of your legs wherever it is and just just sit with yourself quietly for five minutes and I bet that's a long time for the beginner, isn't it? It is, right? So my kids and I, we've kind of built this habit. We've been doing it for years and um, on and off, I would say. And so start off with just a minute, two minutes, because two minutes can have remarkable difference in the way that you run through your energy. I've done this with my own coaching clients. Today, literally, I, I was working with um, you know, a mother who was getting just so frustrated and she kept saying things about herself. And I was like, that's not traditional of you to like to badmouth yourself in that way. So, so we're just going to pause everything. We're just going to recenter ourselves. Just sat there as a group and kept our eyes closed. Two minute timer, just breathe, breathe in and out. And I asked her, how did that feel? She goes, oh my God, I feel like everything is better now. It is amazing, isn't it, to ground, to figure out what what it is that you can ground. In fact, that was the word for this year, for 2023, when I was trying to figure out, well, what do I need to do with myself? That was my word for the year. I've got it written in my calendar and other places because my natural state is not very mm -hmm. grounded. <laughs> grounded. So I keep trying to come back to, to that. Sorry? Yeah. It's a beautiful place to be, I would say. It is. It is. You mentioned abundant and, you know, abundancy is thrown around a lot these days. And most of the time when we hear that word, we think money, but you are talking about being abundant so that you can give that, that which is not financial at this moment, mm -hmm. you know, it obviously includes those things, but you're talking much broader than that. Can you lean into that? Definitely. Abundance is one of my favorite words in the dictionary. <laughs> and yes, for me, it does not mean only money. Um, I think abundance gives us the opportunity to realize that we are limitless. That there is nothing that we cannot do. There's no way that we cannot be because we're abundant. When something is abundant, it just is, right? Mm -hmm. Like Our leaves time, on the trees, like blades of grass on the ground. Yes, or the sunshine. Yeah, the sun does not say, oh, I've already been shining for two hours. Time to shut myself down. Right. It doesn't. It just gives. So when you tap into this concept of abundance, 
it really shows you as humans, the blessings that you have in your life. And I'm not talking about material blessings. I'm talking about the iPhones, the, the, the laptops, the iPads, you know, I'm talking about the fact that my body knows what to do. It pumps blood on its own time. My veins know where to take that blood. My digestive system knows what to do. My mind knows how to make me do the work that I need to do. All these things are blessings in life that we overlook. But if we start to be more grateful for the blessings, we realize that abundance is available everywhere, even in the challenges. Because I've had abundance of challenges in my life. <laughs> That's where I've had <laughs> abundance too. <laughs> but every one of those has made me grow, has made me learn, has made me shift. Yeah. And why not take that as something that you're welcoming and embracing so something you're pushing away. That's fantastic. Thank you. I, I know I just keep saying, oh, good. That's great. That's fantastic. But it is. It is. Conceptually, when we try to help somebody else understand these concepts and their new concepts, sometimes it sounds a little bit odd because we have been very programmed that our power is outside of us. And mm -hmm. we've been very programmed not to trust ourselves. How do you make the shift with somebody to be able to agree? Like I'm remembering the shift. It wasn't that many years ago for me um, where I started to embrace the idea that, wait a second, I am making my own decisions here and I'm impacting my own life. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I wish I had learned it when I was 10, like you're teaching to your kids, <laughs> but I didn't. So how do you approach other parents because I know that I'm not alone in that how do I approach other parents I think the biggest shift is a shift of mindset mm -hmm. it is a change of how you think that's what I experienced too because your mind's job is to protect you right your mind's job in a way is to judge you and judge other people because also a protection mechanism, right? If you see somebody who looks like the stereotypical whatever, and that's what you see walking through your mind, say, oh, prepare yourself. Harm's coming, it's not safe, or it looks like a tsunami's coming, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. But if you could shift the mindset, which is the biggest breakthroughs that we have, because my intention is to work with you to shift that mindset to be one that serves you and your family. That's a so lifelong thing, isn't it? Definitely. The tools that you have, though, however, they're reusable at all times. If you're all mad at each other on the dinner table, take your two minutes, pause. Put that timer on and just don't talk to anyone. Keep your eyes closed. Recenter your own energy. Because, and for me, I think one of the most profound things is realizing that in every moment, you can either feel an energy, like energy fuel, or an energy drain. Because mm -hmm. I'm huge on energy. That's like, I love, love, love me. Tons of energy. And if you can recognize that every moment you're doing something where you're giving away from yourself, right? Or you're adding into yourself. So that addition or subtraction, you actually start to see that there's so many small things that you, your kids, or somebody else may do that may irritate you. But you got to learn to just let it go. 
you know, and we all have control over our own lives. And, um, you know, I want to end on it with this one by saying that your life is by design. You know, you just get one shot. So choose wisely. I just feel like a deep breath as I have multiple times during this conversation. Thank you so much, Umbring, for being here today on The Language of Play and pouring into our families in a very practical and real way and in a way that they might not have experienced before. Thank you for the love and care you give to all families in your coaching practice. And listeners, if Umbreen is somebody that you would like to communicate with, you can look in the show notes and you will find her contact information there. So thank you, Umbreen. Yeah, I want to actually reciprocate all that gratitude back over to you for doing this for people, you know, to actually have individuals that come here and engage in conversations where you're transforming people's lives and doing it in such a way where it's an act of service. And I find that to be such a joyous thing to do. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children? I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.